You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast dedicated to helping you get in shape and stay in shape by focusing on training, nutrition, and motivation. Work out smarter, not harder. This podcast is giving you the tips, insights, and guidance that I give all my personal training clients. You can work with me online as your personal fitness trainer and personal development coach. Check out your options at fitnessmakeover.com. This is podcast episode number 165. In this episode, tips to improve your glute training, apps for motivation, focus, and goal setting, and bedtime snacks. Just a couple of updates before we get going here. Apparently there was a problem with the upload for podcast number 162. It should actually be 21 minutes in length. So if you have downloaded it and it's only 12 minutes, then you're probably going to have to delete that and go back and reload it. You're missing half of the uh, episode, so sorry about that, but it is updated and fixed now. Also, my new site for all-in-one workout DVDs has a ton of video clips, and you can actually get the videos from Amazon.com while they last, and you can check out the different exercises that are in these DVDs at the new site, which is fitnessmakeover.com slash video slash DVD. So I'll put some links in there, and uh, you can check it out. So let's just jump right on into what everybody wants to hear, how to improve your glute training, how to get a nice tight butt. Well, the first thing you need to do is reduce your body fat, which seems kind of obvious. That's probably why you're working out in the first place. But what you really want to do is see what you have, see what kind of shape that you have in your glute muscles right now. So you might need to find out, do you need to shape them? Do you need to lift them? Do they need to become more rounded? Uh, Are they flat? Do they just have no strength at all. So these are all things that unfortunately are covered usually by a little bit of a layer in fat. And if you can't notice these different shapes in your muscles, then you might need to get a little lower body fat to begin with, which of course you can do simultaneously with the glute training, but it's always a good idea to evaluate what the muscles look like to begin with. That way you can really focus your training most effectively for the results that you want. Now, if you're not sure how to figure out what your butt looks like um, and what you might need to do in order to train it to look a certain way, then you definitely would want to get in touch with a trainer um, or you can do some custom coaching with myself and we can work out a plan for you. Either way, check out what you got and then figure out your plan. Now, the next one might surprise you. In this tip, you're going to actually avoid doing cardio or too much aerobics. Now, your glutes actually develop in muscle shape from higher volume training and higher weight training. So if you're going to be doing a lot of high repetitions, it's not going to help shape them. You need to go heavy and you need to really focus on the power that is generated with this muscle group because the glutes are a power muscle. You use them for jumping and sprinting. So it's going to be important that you think about your training that way too. Now this does kind of go hand in hand with seeing what your glutes look like. So if you think that you need to drop a little bit of body fat in order to get a better idea of your shape, you don't have to be super lean to know what your shape is, but you know you might need to have a little bit of help in that area. So you can actually use supersets and very low rest intervals with your weight training 
to help you get rid of some of that fat rather than trying to do too much cardio or too much endurance type training because you can kill two birds with one stone by doing the heavier weight training that you need to develop your glutes and that heavier weight training is going to burn more calories, it's going to increase your metabolism more permanently and then of course you combine that with low rest intervals or supersets or trisets or however many sets you want to do as far as back to back with no rest that's going to also burn more calories and keep your metabolism up and keep everything burning so that you can get not only the shape of your glutes and other muscles, you also can reduce your fat at the same time. Now, another tip might seem kind of like common sense, but it's to use a full range of motion. Now, too often I see people in the gym doing exercises with partial ranges of motion, and there may be a time and place for those, but in most cases, a full range of motion is always going to be the best way to go because you'll be working the muscle through the entire range that it is normally being used for. If you start to shorten your range of motion, you end up compromising some of the muscle fibers and you might even set yourself up for some injury. Now sometimes using a full range of motion will require that you use less weight because it's not so easy to move through a larger range of motion with certain exercises like your squats or your lunges or your step-ups. So make sure that you start out with a light weight. You can always consider that first set as a warm-up if the weight is way too easy. But if you start to go too heavy and you end up compromising your form, you're not going to get the results you're looking for. So full range of motion and use the right weight that enables you to do that. Now, the other thing for glute training, since we're doing weight training anyway, would be to use resistance. And of course, you know that for your regular muscle training, but what about things such as back extensions and the glute ham raises? You may have seen people doing almost looks like a reverse back extension for the lower body. Those need some resistance as well. So what you're going to want to do is maybe add, whether it's a five-pound plate or a three-pound dumbbell or maybe even some resistance tubing, any one of those is going to help. So body weight is great to start out with, but as you get stronger, go ahead and challenge yourself. And since the glutes are a power muscle, you don't need to do as many repetitions. So shoot to get your glute training in six reps, maybe even less, or no more than eight at the very top. Now, of course, if you're doing a different cycle for endurance or whatever, that's something else. But if you're trying to develop the shape of your glutes, you got to keep the repetitions low and the weight heavy. And, of course, your form proper as well. I mean, it all goes hand in hand, right? Now, this is going to be the last tip for this episode, but lucky you, I have about five more glute training tips that I'm going to share in an upcoming episode, probably the next one. But the last tip I want to give you is that you should use a variety of training types when doing the glute muscles. You want to get all of the muscle fibers worked to their maximum. So that's the slow twitch and the fast twitch, the ones that are responsible for power and low repetitions and the ones that are more for endurance and high repetitions. And what you're doing is going to change not only how you train them, but your intensity. So that is going to be a combination of your weight, your repetitions, the amount of rest you're taking, but you're always going to use your full range of motion to get as many of your muscle fibers to work as you can. Now remember, training protocol also includes your tempo, slowing down the tempo of a lot of these exercises, especially lunges and squats, makes a huge difference in how your muscles respond. 
So remember, if you're going too fast, you're not going to be getting the maximum development or the maximum effect from an exercise because you'll have some momentum involved. So slow down, do a little bit heavier weight, and concentrate and focus on the muscle that you're using. Now when it comes to nutrition, everybody seems to want to know what's the best way to increase your strength, your muscle mass, your recovery time. And is there anything that you should be having at nighttime or bedtime that can help that? And too often I think people have some notion in their head that you cannot eat anything after 6 o'clock or 8 o'clock or whatever. And you, that's not even true. You can eat as long as it's the right things. Now I know when I was preparing for competitions, I would have oatmeal and protein powder a lot of times before bed because that's when my next meal was supposed to be. So it's not necessarily when you eat it, it's what you eat. Now, if you're talking about recovery, then branched-chain amino acids are definitely the best thing for you to take before bedtime. There's actually a study that was in the Journal of Medicine and Science in Sports and Exercise, and this is actually in 2012, so it was very recent, and it tested these effects of strength training that you might do late in the evening, maybe for most people if you were working out after work, and then followed by a large amount of protein as far as your meal. And they, they actually tested the rates of muscle building and sleep quality. Now, here's the actual parameters. They, the people that were in this uh, trial trained at 8 o'clock at night, and at 11.30, they were given either a placebo or a protein drink with 40 grams of protein. Now, none of the participants had trouble getting to sleep or staying asleep, and they all reported very decent sleep quality. But they found that the pre-bedtime protein feedings after the strength training triggers a dramatic increase in muscle synthesis, so your muscle growth and recovery. So they determined that anyone who has trouble gaining size and doesn't want to have a protein shake before bed to use the branched-chain amino acid supplements at night. Now, what this kind of means for the rest of us is that, well, first of all, after you have your weight training, no matter what time it is, you should get some protein in you right away and a decent amount of it. So 40 grams of protein is mostly like a one or two scoops of a regular protein powder. Now, also tells us that, you know what, if you don't want to have a big drink of anything before you go to bed, then some branched-chain amino acids would be a good way to help your muscles start to recover and repair. Now, branched-chain amino acids will come in a lot of different forms. You can find them in pills. They even have chewables. They also have the uh, liquid, not liquid, the powder that you would make into a liquid. You don't need as much water as you would with a protein powder, but it's something that you can mix very quickly and, and drink quickly before bed, and that's going to help you out. So we find, once again, that protein is crucial to your recovery and your muscle growth. And remember, the more muscle you have, not big bulky muscle, but muscle tissue, the faster your metabolism is all day long. And that is the secret to permanent weight loss, is boosting your metabolism through your muscles. And that way, you don't have to monitor every little thing that you eat. You can actually eat what you want and stay in shape. So keeping that muscle, not doing... Uh, over excess of cardio or starving yourself or missing meals in order to try to lose weight, that's not going to work. That's just going to keep you in that diet cycle. So anything you can do to keep your muscle and to gain some muscle tissue, that's going to help in the long run with your permanent weight loss. So if you're not already having a protein drink or supplement after you work out, 
think about adding that in. And at the very least, if you work out late, get some branch chain amino acids in you before you go to bed. Now when it comes to motivation, sometimes we all need a little bit of help with that focus or goal setting. And I wanted to remind you that actually I have three different apps at the App Store. And one is called Motivate Me Now. And that's where basically you get your motivation through pictures and phrases that will help give you that inspiration to get your workouts in or to eat the right foods. Also on there is a workout creator. So simply you just push a button and it tells you what exercises you should be doing for a full body workout and how many sets and repetitions and each time you push it you're going to get a different workout. Now there's also my Fit Girl Guide and Fitness Makeover apps that are kind of playing around with those so there's a bunch of different things in there so you can check those out too and if you're not sure how to find them you'd actually look them up under Fitness Solutions of the Palm Beaches and that'll pull up all three at the same time. Plus there's also links on the different websites like Fitness Makeover. Now, there's a couple of apps that I really like. I'm not affiliated with them at all. I just happened to find them, and I thought they were very, very helpful. Now, the first one is called Unstuck. And what this is, is it helps you to get through some sticking points that you might have in your own goals or in your focus. And you answer a series of questions, and it keeps asking you questions and questions, and you're digging deeper and deeper into some of the reasons why you're doing or not doing some of the things that you should be to reach your goal. And it really, really helps because you stop and you think and you take the time to say, well, why am I doing this? And why am I not doing this? And after you get through all the questions, you see, okay, I can do this. This is what I need to do. And it helps to guide you on the steps that you need to take. So that one's called Unstuck. Now, the next one is called Smart Goals. And this helps you with your goal setting. And SMART actually stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. These are all things that you know your goals need to have when you're writing them. They need to be specific. You need to have a way to measure them. they got to be realistic or attainable and relevant. They need to be important to what's important to you. And your time-bound is your deadline. So the SMART Goals app helps you sit down and fill out each section of this and sometimes it's, it's easier to put things down when you have the guide right there and it's reminding you hey this is supposed to be specific or hey this is supposed to have a deadline and putting it all together so that you can track it and you can work towards those goals so I found those two apps incredibly helpful I'm sure there's a plenty of other ones out there so if you have any apps that you use that you find helpful Go ahead and post it on the Fit Girl Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash fitgirlusa, and let us all know about it. Because the app store is so big, there's so many great things out there that we all can't find everything. And if we can kind of share with each other, then we can all benefit from it. Just a couple more things before I finish up this episode. I wanted to remind you that there's a motivation survey that I have set up on the fitnessmakeover.com homepage, and I think that the link is down towards the bottom. Just click it, take the quick survey, help me figure out what type of um, items and products that will help you for your workouts and your motivation. Now, the other thing I wanted to just say is that if you've listened to my earlier podcast, you heard me talk about my dog, Vicki, and, and her 
struggles to lose some weight and her walks and, and our different priorities. And you maybe even heard her bark or jingle her collar a couple of times in the background. And she passed away this week and she has been my best companion, just the, the sweetest thing. I was blessed to have her in my life for 12 years, even though she was probably about 14 years old because I did adopt her. And I just can't thank everyone enough for their responses when she was sick and they gave me suggestions. All of you on the Facebook page gave me suggestions on what to feed her when she wasn't eating and all of your own stories and helpful hints and I appreciate it so much. And then uh, of course the response when she did pass away of all your your, your love and your thoughts um, was very much appreciated and I hope everybody who has a loving pet, they give it a big hug and tell them how much they love it because they bring so much to our lives and they ask so little and I think we just have to show them and everyone our full appreciation every day. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get the body you want and keep it. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and exercise, visit allinoneworkout.com and fitnessmakeover.com.